two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. We live. What's good, people? It's Thursday, favorite day of the week, Hotep Thursday. I am Uncle Hotep. He is Hotep Jesus. We got the hottest podcast in the streets. Hotep's been told you. Episode 108 of the podcast. Um, did, did taxes, what was it, yesterday? Or today? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, do, I ain't do too bad this time around, man. Oh yeah, I put it off and I put it off, man. I ended up getting a couple hundred dollars, and I was like, "Damn, I could do this a while ago." I was a little bit bullshit. I was, I was shook because I had to pay last year, man. I was like, "Oh man, I want like, I want to get this money up, man." Yeah, Trump must, looked out for me. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all you salary motherfuckers that's, that's getting money back. Tax season for for me means I'm gonna have to write a check yeah. to Uncle Sam, and um, yeah, white man got me again. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up in this game. You know, say the amount of money I paid in taxes, I didn't get that in services. I, I should get some of this money back for putting me through this trauma of COVID and race riots all across the nation. Yeah, I need to just let me be exempt. I want my reparations. <laughs> I want my reparations and I want it now. <laughs> hey, is it uh did North Carolina said they're gonna give give money to people? Man? North, to Carolina, North Carolina said y'all niggas can have some reparations. <laughs> oh my gosh. You dead serious, man. Yo, my brother and all look, listen. My whole dad's side of the family is from North Carolina, man. I'm about to call them up right now. Like, yo. Matter of fact, my uncle. He was from North Carolina. He moved to Boston. I bet you his black ass is going to try to move back home. With him. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to give me a little home down there. <laughs> I need my reparations, and I need it now. <laughs> but I don't know. The, the way it looked, it looked real foggy. Uh -huh. You know, they said reparations. They said it's not coming in the form of fiat, which is good and bad news. You know, they're not going to give you the greenbacks. They're not going to give you them dollars. But they said they're going to reinvest in the black community. I'd like to see how before we say yes to this deal, because we might be signing another new deal. See what L LBJ 
done did to us. Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping it's, it's no rigmarole involved in this in this reparations bill. Whoever's down there, take a good clean look at it. Get the best of y'all ADOPs in the room. Make sure there's no grifters around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and make sure that thing's right. Congratulations. I'm pretty sure this was some, some virtual signaling. Though. This is definitely some white privilege virtual signaling type play that they trying down in North Carolina. Um, so I don't trust it one bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gotta call my people to see see what's what. You know, what I'm saying I'll, I'll try to get back to y'all with uh, some um, some news on that front. Um, anyway, welcome people. 259 in the room. Please hit the thumbs up button. Please hit that share button. Um, two donations so far. Sean Randolph. I know you're about to go in this evening. Thank you, Sean. Def Jules. Uh, 1999. Thanks to uh, uh, thanks for the donation. Where is my 40 acres? Mm. Mm. White, white man won his 40 acres too, man. <laughs> Look, I've 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 talked it out. I've spoken to the Caucasian delegates, and they are in uh, alignment with us and having reparations for both black and white people alike, Italians, Irish. Even the Anglo and Nordics, we can work this thing out. We can definitely work this thing out. Reparations for all. I'm definitely uh, all reparations matter. (laughs) (laughs) Rosario Vadia, 1999 donation. Love to you. Love to you guys. What do you think about this police seizing the McCloskey's guns, the St. Louis couple? Oh, that's a good question. um, Yeah, they went in, but I think they only took that M16. I don't think they took the the, the woman's gun, the, the gun she had. But uh, yeah, they they went and, and confiscated the weapon. Yeah, oh, this is this is sticky territory we're dealing with here. First of all, uh, him and his wife was bugging. Let's just be honest; they weren't wrong, but they was bugging. The, the hood knows what bugging means. You know what I mean? <laughs> so th- that couple was not wrong, but they was bugging. Uh, like I said, I'd have been aiming out the window. You motherfuckers get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to identify me. You wouldn't have been no memes. It would have just been a whole lot of people scattering from the lawn. Um, and that would have been with no shots fired. I might have loaded up a blank up in that thing and let that thing ring. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely would have went to jail, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... Uh, police come confiscating guns i never like i never like seeing that no matter who it is uh unless you know um there's a good reason i don't think this was a good reason people trampled onto their private property they brandished weapons in a very uh not responsible way um i think there's a way to brandish your weapon in the hood we keep it tucked and just lift our shirt up you know, that's what we do in the hood. Hey, yo, nah, this ain't the spot. You know I mean? Y'all came outside, posed up, ready for the the movie cover shoot. And that's where it kind of looked funny. You got your wife out there wilding with the handgun, aiming. And even from a defensive technical position, you, you don't want to uh, leave, you know, your, your fort. That just doesn't make sense. And set up a, a perimeter. You know, that's, that's something that you would not want to do in that case. Especially, it's just two of you. So that's why I said they were bugging. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't agree with the 
I'd like to I'd like to learn why they took the guns. If anybody has some specifics on why or the excuse that the police used to take their guns, I'd love to know. Um Lennox, no, thank you for the donation, five dollars. Uh, Solar Bear, five dollars. More like uh, a rigamajou. <laughs> Kel Bell, I really, I really love you, Hoteps. Thank you, Kel Bell. Um, Chad, Evan and family in the building. Literally, Hotep Nation expanding to Mexico. When they go back, got an extra dad hat so I can send him back one. Uh, what up, Chad? Uh, Felice Faze Hawk. What up, gang? I started listening a little over a year ago. Super glad I did. First time I'm catching it live. Thanks for all you do. Watch the world. Hotep. What uh, up? $10 donation. What up? Uh, Justin, fourteen ninety nine. Congratulations on Hotep number four. Hotep Jesus, you're unborn. We'd lucky to have a teacher like yourself. Oh, yes. Yes. We are expecting another child. Oh, okay. Congratulations, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We got another Hotep. Wrap <laughs> it up. Wrap it up. Appreciate appreciate you. It's a little girl. This one's gonna be special. Okay. Yeah. Um. Only six more to go. Six more to go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the re- that's the real revolution. Have babies. You know. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Like a lot of people, they're talking about you know all this 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 genocide, this white genocide, man. And they don't got no kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, we, you know, it's going to be 10 hoteps running around after me. Um, and that's direct from my spawn. So y'all gonna, y'all got a lot of wrath to deal with. <laughs> and, and, and my oldest daughter is, whoo, you say brat, brat. So she's going to be a wicked ruler. I, I, I feel sorry for you. Dallas has shows no compassion. You got some wicked rulers. Your best bet is to align yourself with Phoenix. Phoenix is benevolent like his father. The other two are ruthless, evil children. <laughs> and I'm so proud of them. <laughs> but yeah, new baby coming. Uh, Sewell Santana, thanks for the donation. Uh, what's, what the hell is wrong with the airport people? Is something on the, in the airport's air on and off the plane? Yo, listen, you've seen the airport fights, man. Yeah, I saw it. There was both from, I think there was both from Philly, man, because I was on, you know, Philly IG, Scoop Hall, and uh, somebody said Philly 2 0 in the airports. <laughs> <laughs> One was because their flight was late. So they beat up the, the Spirit uh, flights employee. They in big trouble. <laughs> They're in big trouble, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They may never fly again. <laughs> like, why are you gonna fight the uh, the the airport airplane employees? They got nothing to do with the lateness and stuff like that. Then the other one was like, it looked like they got beef with a, a with a, a, a young Pog. Pog was mouthing off, and Pog was with her man. She was about that life too. <laughs> she was. <laughs> 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 because there was like at least there was these 10 sisters it was a lot man yeah it was a couple they, hop, they hopped on them a couple times and the bull everybody yo i go oh my gosh i go on philly scoop hall right if you want to learn about philadelphia man follow philly scoop hall on ig right Everybody was like, "Yo, the white boy thorough," because the white boy was just jumping on top of his girl and taking the punches. <laughs> <laughs> One time, they pulled the white boy off. They get off her. <laughs> <laughs> they 
looked like they was fine about it after that, though. <laughs> terrible, man. Terrible. I mean, I I don't. I think there was. If you if you spoke black, there was a chance to de-escalate that situa- situation. But once that Paul punched that black girl in the face, she said, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 You know, if you're going to come with that, you got to come with the two and the three and the four and the five with the sisters. It can't just be the one. She hit her with the one. I really think it's because, the, like I said, the Paul was about that life. And it was like a, a reaction that. It was trained, but she, she, she yes. held back like, right. what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was too late. It was too late. <laughs> you already hit her. She tried to show she had she she was in the middle of stopping her white nigga moment <laughs> and, and that Philly nigga hopped out her ass and she hit that black girl and it was too late they was just full on jumping at that point at least they had reached their destination so maybe there's something they could have done um as far as going home that night yeah. at least they didn't do this in a foreign country yeah. um you know but I'm sure a lot of, they were probably all arrested um yeah, and so many cameras, like with airport security, you ain't getting away. And you can't really run away from the airport because every airport is built like in the middle of nowhere. So you, you they see your ass, you just gonna stand out. Like, where are you running to? <laughs> You're the only one out here running. So you can't even like run. Oh, it's just a bad situation to be in. We have to do better, America. America looks really bad in the media right now. We have to do better. We look real shabby. We looking like the ghetto of the universe, man. <laughs> Yo, Twitter got hacked, man. Did you did you get uh did you get somebody's DMs, man? Nope. Nope. Now, I... now what do you think this is? You know, they came out like like a like it was like everybody had this Bitcoin scam app, you know what I mean? Scam tweet. You know what I'm saying? And like everybody's like them, I guess the more astute about it. Like like why would you use their like did they get access or were they just able to send a tweet like mm-hmm. were they able to read like because to me obviously more valuable if you crack somebody a blue checks account is the dms and stuff like that you know what i mean um even somebody said they could do some uh uh trademark tr- scamming with <laughs> if they tweeted elon musk from my account <laughs> but um, what, what do you because it was allegedly uh Twitter employees, right? Yeah, I was talking to my homie Demick earlier about this. Um, it has to be Twitter employees, right? Like, it has to be either Twitter employee gone rogue or somebody inside. It has to be a prank too, because you know Demick was like, it was they used a Coinbase um, Bitcoin address, and I'm like, yo, like if you a hacker, the last thing you would use is a Coinbase Bitcoin address because they have a whole KYC compliance process. Okay. So if you set up an address, you would have done it in a much smarter way to where they wouldn't be able to track you, right? Yeah. You do it through Coinbase. So it tells me this was like a prank, right? And and plus, like if you're gonna hack all of these people at the same time, like me and Demick were talking about this, it was like you could have I think allegedly 120,000 is what they said went to that Bitcoin address. What? <laughs> yeah. In an hour. You know, I mean, Demick was like, yo, you would expect more. Like, I would expect it just with Obama's followers, you know, it, it would have been like a crazier number. Um, so it was like maybe there was 
Like if you did this for money, there's probably like a smarter way to do this, right? So if you're gonna hack everybody's accounts, which makes me think that this is probably a prank. I think it's just a prank. And you know, I've been seeing Jack retweet, quote retweet the Twitter updates. And I'm like, every time he he posts an update, the update is, nigga, we still don't know shit. <laughs> it really put their pants down. Yeah, I mean, whoever did this, if they were internal, were clever because they had to have er- er- erased the log. Because every time you do an operation, it has to go into the to the log, the computer's log. So they would they 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 if you can't track the log and and based upon you know who the user was that accesses stuff then that person went in to the actual machine and erased all of that code. And so you wouldn't be able to, so they knew to cover his tracks, which means this person has access to a lot within Twitter. Now, whether they're within an apartment and have that access or being in the building gained access, but um, can we blame China? <laughs> China hacked Twitter. I'm surprised the right didn't run with that Griff story. Like, like China hacked Twitter yeah. because it's definitely within the realm of possibilities. I'm surprised they haven't said Russia hacked Twitter because it's definitely within the realm of possibilities to get an employee within this organization because there's no way Jack can monitor 10,000 plus employees or whatever uh, many you know employees that Twitter has. And then you got to remember that everybody's working remotely now, right? So there's there's potential for hackers to get this stuff remotely. So a friend of a friend who works at Twitter and just knows too much, right? Right. Um, but the fact that Twitter says they don't know anything, it's been 24 hours, is either somebody's covering up some shit or whoever did this covered their tracks really well. Um, I, I kind of suspect it might be a state sponsored, <laughs> some state out there. Uh, uh, who knows? Um, yeah, I haven't ruled that out. But then um, didn't a uh, uh, screen somebody said, I think I saw a screenshot of them. Um, with the trending topics, like like they had, they could de- they could back blacklist or banlist, whitelist trending topics. Now I know this for a fact because my one my uncle Hotep account Twitter account, right? I can never get the current trending topics. Like sometimes I switch to the Hotep Nation account, I can I can see the trending topic, I can see what everybody's talking about. But when I get to mine, I got some. It's like some third rate booty ass. Trending topics. And I tried to fix it. I've done everything and it's the same thing. You know, I think they put me on a list to so you like this person won't see trending topics because it's it's crazy. You know, but um It's deep in the preferences. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean I I, I unchecked the um I did it where you, you do your uh trends for you, then I undo it, I do it again, it, it, it don't matter. I get the same shit. You know, but I, I know I know how it is because I can I go I can go to another account and see how it really really displays for the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely see the difference between older accounts and newer accounts, and even the timelines and experiences are completely different. And I'm like, you know, you like even the voice stuff, right? Like, oh, we rolled out voice for some users, and I'm like, I've been here since 2009. Y'all ain't get me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I still ain't seen it. <laughs> yeah, like y'all must have gave this shit to like new cats, you know? Or, like, like how did you select this group? Because you definitely didn't select this group based upon analytics. You you selected this group based upon some erroneous, um, some erroneous statistic or metric. It, it definitely wasn't calculated. Because if you did this based upon like engagement or something like that, 
it would be different because yeah. some of the people that I see with it, I'm like, yo, you don't even get no engagement on your account. <laughs> they got 200, 500 followers. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, y'all niggas just don't want to hear me speak. <laughs> uh, Chad Lamone, thanks for donation. Hotep Nation outbreeding the status. <laughs> yes. Boozy Black. Hotep late. I'm late, but I'm here. Montoya007, congratulations on your new edition, Hotep. 499 donation. Kel Bell, $5 donation. You two are solution to everything. Thank you, Kel Bell. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Sketch Therapy, shout out to Uncle Hotep. Shout out to the chat, the donors and the purchasers, all the dope merch. Shout out to the Hotep Nation guests. Uh, damn. Uh, Georgette Reed, thank you for donation. Uh, Aaron Aaron Phillips, thank you for donation. Uh, Five dollars, keep up the good work. Sketch therapy, trying to hack Twitter because they're mad about TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know the battle of the apps. That's crazy, man. That they, they, could be uh, the point. Um, Kel Kel Bell, thank you again. Time is important. Been following these two for men for years. No deviation. That's what we talk about. That's what we talk about. That's that's because HBO ain't sent the check yet. <laughs> <laughs> Five hundred three in a room. Uh, uh, watch it now. Please hit that thumbs up. Please hit that share button. Um, what do you want to go to next, man? Um, we'll talk about Meg. You want, you want let's talk about that? Meg. Yeah, let's talk about Meg. Let's go, <laughs> Meg. Actually, let's go, Gilly, Meg, Will, Nick. Okay, Gilly. Yeah, Gilly came out. All lives matter, man. A video came out. He didn't talk black lives matter, black lives matter. The Black Lives Matter when they came and shot me. I like, oh, here we go. Gilly. Gilly. And you know, they he got a check from uh Barstools. He's yeah. on Barstool uh uh network. Yeah, you know what I mean, for uh podcasts. And they came a couple dollars. Yeah. Now <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't have a problem with what Gilly said. You know, I hate that it, it's come to this. Like if you don't say Black Lives Matter, you you, you automatically you the feds, you the op, you know. Like it's crazy. I don't say it, man. I'm like, I don't hear what your shots got to say, man. But that, that's for it's like it pulls like you you say all lives matter. It's like I don't know. It's like a war declaration or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't get jiggy with this stuff, man. It's just like now we gonna cancel Gilly. Y'all was riding Gilly's dick for years, talking about he ghost wrote for Lil Wayne. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> they was like, Gilly wrote for Lil Wayne. He taught Lil Wayne how to rap. <laughs> I thought y'all was capping, but that's what they were saying. I was just like, yeah. all right, man. I was like, rap, well, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? And Gilly, Gilly yeah. a walking legend. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been official front in the field area. Nobody questioned Gilly's character ever. Right. You know what I mean? Until you know, he totally started podcasting, then he started moving funny. <laughs> but we gotta be fair though. We gotta be fair. Gilly had a response video. Uh-huh. And he said, This video's old. It's like four years old. <laughs> so he said all lives matter before all lives matter was a hashtag. So we gotta give him props for birthing something that was to come. <laughs> <laughs> That's first and foremost. <laughs> Gilly, Gilly came up with a lot of <laughs> I may stole that. <laughs> I, 
White man stole all lives matter from Gilly the Kid. Straight out of Philly, right? So put some respect on his name. But Gilly came back. And I know Gilly's watching, or if not, somebody who's connected to Gilly is watching. My man knows knows Gilly. Very acquainted with Gilly. We're not saying no names. Gilly made a mistake, and I have to correct him. And I know he does. He's not aware because he's not a Twitter nigga, right? So he wouldn't be aware. But Gilly mentioned, he said, look, I support Black Lives Matter. I posted Sean King's tweet the other day. And that's where I got the shivers. I was like, wait, did this nigga just say Sean King? Did this nigga just say, I know this nigga ain't just say Sean King. Oh man, I got to get, I got, so I have to have a conversation with Gilly Kid. I have to like get in touch with him. I might call my mans and be like, look, Sean King ain't it. No, we, ah, we can't do that. We can't do that. You know, we can't do that. I'd rather you say DeRay McKesson than say Sean King. Sean King, we definitely not supporting that. Um, Gilly, we not supporting Sean King. With that's he an agent? He been stealing money from us. We not <laughs> <laughs> follow the money trail. Deray, I think one of the best exposés is from Deray McKesson. And then there was another expose by somebody who worked with Sean King and started outlining how some of this money and how his organization is being run. We're not supporting Sean King. Now, if you want to support Black Lives Matter, the movement, we could argue about that. I'd love to argue about that. I'd love to educate you on why. If you listen to a Waste of Talented podcast, I had a debate on that with a, uh, a fellow I went to high school with. Great, great episode. Listen to it. I think everybody needs to get educated on the facts why you should not support Black Lives Matter, the organization. If you want to if you want to support the movement, you have to understand what you are doing because you are in a way de facto supporting the organization and all the fuckery that comes along with it, all of the Marxism and socialism that comes along with it. So you have to be very careful when you say Black Lives Matter. I think we need to go back to black power and drop the black lives matter. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. That's what I mean. It's it's like the 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 phrase itself is is begging. Yeah, you know what I mean. I would never say like I, I just. It's like you're asking. You're supposed to be. We're in enemy territory, and you like you should be like. Well, you gotta. We gotta defend ourselves, and we gotta take care of ourselves. You can't. You what you're saying is you want the white. I said this before. You want the white man to love you just like he loved his dog. That's yeah. what it seems like to me. I'm yeah. like, can, can we stop this? Can we stop this? Yeah. The best way to stop this police shootings is to not interact with police. That means cutting crime. That means not even going near them. That means talk to them. Is hey, hi and bye. Here's my license. Bye. I don't got the warrants. Bye. If we got to go to court. Have your lawyer ready. Have your have your money on the books ready. You know what I mean. But your best, uh, our best approach is avoiding these entanglements. This is what we should be preaching. But of course, we're not. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, eyes open. Thanks for a donation. Bring Young Farrell back on again, please. I see that 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 video doing numbers, man. Hundred K. Hundred K. It got me. It got me. It got me like whoa. You know, um, he got an audience, you know, yeah. uh, he did double of what Scott Adams did. I thought, you know, white people love Scott Adams. He did double that. Um, and I got a whole lot of Hotep followers hit me on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my Instagram account popping. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, how you work this shit again? <laughs> yeah. Yo, there's really different different enclaves of hotepness, you know what I mean, on yes. the internet. You know what I mean? And he's like really like a separate wing, but you know, I think was, you know, we gotta interact more and, and talk. We all, everybody has their own land, which is good. This is the way we should keep it. Yeah. Keep growing like this. Yeah. But we gotta interact more and, and work together more. You know what I mean? You keep you keep your audience over here. We keep our audience over there. Keep your audience right there. You know what I mean? But we're really teaching the same method, different stuff. But keep it growing. It just grows out, and there we go. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody work together. I had one hotel come check me. He was like, "You know, you ain't got to be making jokes about shucking and tap dancing." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, I can't do comedy, yo." I was like, "It's a joke." And he like. You're too good to be making jokes like that. I'm like, damn, Hotep community trying to keep me Hotep. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly why I was trying to get away from you, niggas. <laughs> God damn, can we breathe for half a second? Can I make a joke? They don't understand that's the appeal we have, I think. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, they didn't, I don't think other people brought like other stuff to the table. You can't just be like, um, Super woke all the time. You know who was good at it? Khalid, Doctor Khalid was good at. It. He was good at telling jokes and you know making people laugh and everything else while he was you know run doing running this thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But you you gotta expand. I think we, I think we we open it up by expanding and talking different topics and everything else. Yeah. Um, Nicole Corgan Corgit. Thanks for a donation, ten dollars. Congratulations, buy a gift for your baby. Lots of love. Steph Colonel, all lives matter is a rival distraction. <laughs> um, a new six one six ten rest in peace, Popson. Been following y'all since Hotep Jesus called Sean King funny money, and Popson retweeted it. Hotep Nation mad hats and masks finally came. Thank you, bless you, bless you. Uh, one's four ninety nine. Who's worse, Michael Rappaport or Sean King? <laughs> Sean King, Sean King, Sean King. That's easy. That's not even we don't even think about that. But they, I, I see where you're going with that, though. Yeah, it's Sean they're both King, white, <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be black. <laughs> uh, Patricia Brantley, nine ninety nine. Thanks for donation. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Um, on on to um what Meg? Yeah, Meg. Meg the shot the stallion got shot, man. That beautiful what do they call it? Stallion? I don't know why they call it stallion. <laughs> yeah, stallion is a male horse. It's like <laughs> niggas don't know nothing about no animals, so we just gonna let it slide. We're gonna let it slide. We ain't get we don't get the Discovery Channel in the hood. Why did Texas come up with that? I was I always wondering, I'm like, why are they calling people stallions, man? I'm like Pause, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get niggas a pass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the literacy rate is 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 what it is. You know? <laughs> niggas can't read. We ain't going to take away points. What we said, we adjusting the SATs based upon race. Right? When they said they changing the scores for niggas because we can't read. Look, give, me, give us a pass, white liberal. Give us a pass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they was at a party, her and uh, Tory Lane, and shit went left. Now, we're trying to figure out who, who did what. Meg got shot. Meg got hit. Yeah. 
I was worried that they hit her in the ass. I was like, they can't destroy that ass. They can't destroy that ass. <laughs> Yo, you're terrible. Come on, man. She's a work of art, a natural work of art. <laughs> booty shaking. <laughs> she the queen and of booty shaking right now. Queen of booty shaped rap, yeah. Yeah. But I think they shot her in the foot, which might be, well, that might be worse, man. <laughs> shot me in my big toe. Yeah, because you know you can't do a lot of dancing. You can't. You got to rehab your foot. How are you gonna? Oh, she might be done. So, no, you fuck up that twerk. You are done. <laughs> Tori, now is Tory Lane the trigger man? I, I, I've seen that more than once. Somebody wrote that. Now they say they read his book in. I, I don't forget what he got charged with. They said he's five three one twenty. <laughs> Yo, if him, if Maggie and him was scrapping, of course he had to pull that thing out because she was whooping his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's like got to be 5'10, 5'9, 5'10, like yeah. at least yeah. a good 190, 200. Yeah. Maggie's a good 2'10. She might be like 5'11, 210, right? Yeah. Or I'm a, it's kind of hard to tell with the heels, but I mean, she looked tall. She, yeah. I know she wore them. She's at least five nine without heels. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going. I, I, I so, so here's what that troubled me. How did they be? When did they become a couple? When did this happen? When did, because you know, before we can talk about the fight, we got to talk about the relationship. Like this is truly an odd couple. You're talking about. The smallest man in the industry <laughs> versus the tallest woman in the industry. You know, the thickest, one of the thickest women in the industry, right? Yeah. And, and it's just like two people that you definitely would not put together. You know, like you just wouldn't see them together. You would think like, you would expect uh, Megan to be with a ball player, you know, when Tory Lanez to date somebody his own size, right? <laughs> like this is what we would expect. Now we move on to the shooting, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, hold up, I can't even process that they were together. So like, I can't process that he shot her yet. So, but it looked like that was him that was arrested, right? That's where the arrest stat came from, because that was definitely him arrested with her, and she got shot. And it's just like. They need to go sit down at the red table with Jada. Like, <laughs> we need we need answers, <laughs> and and I need to know what's going on because this is first of all, you can't shoot Megan. I don't care who you are. No, it you, any rapper you shoot, you don't shoot Meg, right? Like she's like the Nicki Minaj of this new generation's time, right? She's the it girl right now. She she dethroned Cardi. Right, and Cardi is still. Yeah. I mean, Cardi still got her lane. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Cardi yeah. still her lane is still solidified. We always going to need an ignorant Hispanic girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> we always going to need that. So she got her own lane, and she can speak Spanish, so she can go both ways, which is great for the international market. That's why Pepsi loves her. Um, but Meg is definitely serving a particular demographic and. She's very important to hip hop culture at this point. And it's just like, you just don't shoot. Like, so, so now it's like, Del Tori, you shot Meg, bro? Like, 
bro, like you pulled a gun out on a woman. So I'm like, I need facts before I even pass judgment on Tory because I don't believe he would do that. I can't, I can't process that yet. I don't, I just know why she was with him because you know, remember she was with that white boy. Um, yeah, he G Easy, G Easy in the middle of Black History Month. <laughs> Yo, when he shines for trying to say he ain't hit, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> you see how he was kissing him, sucking on that neck, man. <laughs> Yo, she didn't let. She might. Well, listen. He. She might not have let him smash, but he was in the mix. I tell you that much. Yo, he was. He. He, he was about to get his thing. Get his thing on, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you listen to Meg's music, she's very much about using niggas. So not she really. might have been just using him just to be relevant for the day. You know, just to create a little story, like. So you don't know, and and Meg's kind of savvy like that. Don't forget, she's. Either a college graduate or about to be a college graduate. I remember watching her doing music videos and homework at the same time. So it's just not no dumb girl we dealing with here, you know. Um, I, maybe. So it, maybe maybe just got book smarts. You know, what I mean, they're just street smarts. Might be, might be a little missing here. You think so? Well, I mean, to end up getting shot in the foot by Corey <laughs> Lane. <laughs> I'm saying you ask the streets, you wouldn't even put yourself in a position because. I guess I guess Tory is wild like that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm reading stories that them, them jokers get down like that. I know Tory get a little wild. I ain't saying no names again. My man's was on on tour with uh, Chris Brown and Tory Lanez, and we got some wild stories. I can't divulge <laughs> them here, but I know Tory get a little wild. Um, but I damn like that wild. Like damn, bro, like you bugging. Um. I just want to know why he pulled out the firearm and why Meg ended up getting shot. I want to I want to say that he was trying to shoot somebody else or in the scuffle. Maybe she shot herself with his gun. I, I need to know answers. Red Table Talk ASAP. She was choking that nigga alive, man. Like, <laughs> she probably pick him up like, man. <laughs> oh, nigga. <laughs> um. <laughs> The last chicken nugget, no zoo books B. Shake my head. Thanks for 299 donation. Kel Bell, again, thank you. Five dollar donation. I've watched Unk Hotep for years, but when the Hotep Jesus pulled the coffee shop fiasco sold. Thank you, Kel oh, Bell. Again. Thank you. Uh Pam S, congrats on the baby girl. Uh Hotep with it. What up, man? Hotep's congratulations to the big homie. Tori built like a seventh grade chili. <laughs> Herb is just little, just like this episode. Herb is lit, just like this episode. Six hundred thirty-six in the room. Please hit that thumbs up. Please hit that share button. Um, if you listen to on a replay, uh, uh, you can listen to on iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, please leave a review on iTunes. Anyway, um, Banana Buoy. <laughs> Any thoughts on Bryson Gray's diss track to Snoop and his overall music? Um. I Did didn't hear, hear it. I didn't hear it. No, I've I've had to block him. I'm, unfortunately, I've had to block him. I didn't want to do it, but he just became so annoying. Like he was atting me. Like usually, you know, right, like, right, 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 right. I got you. I got you. Like do what you do on a timeline, but when you start atting me in your foolishness, it's like, bro, like I run tech companies. I don't have time to deal with your young shit or you know like, <clears throat> whatever it is you're trying to drag me into. Like the conversations you have, we're not even in the same room. So it's just like. 
when he grows up, I'll unblock him. Um, I think he makes great music, though. I really do enjoy when he makes puts out music. I really do enjoy it. I'd be a liar if I said I didn't enjoy his music. Um, I think he has a beautiful lane making Trump raps um, and he'll griff my nigga griff. <laughs> Get your grip on. <laughs> yeah, I, I still follow him, but he doesn't really at me. You know what I mean? He might how he might have mentioned me like once or twice, but I don't really, you know, I don't really. I, I use kind of like, I use my Twitter differently, but uh, I, I I heard that track that this track is stupid. And like you said, he can rap. I'm not I'm not with bullshit. He got bars, man. He can get his yeah. thing off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, it, it, it. See, this is the thing I always want to say, man. I've been thinking this moment, like. Even though y'all call people coons, these coons are still niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> some of them can do the same shit y'all be doing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't think they can. You don't think you can say, oh, they're selling out the white man, this, that, and the third. You know, this nigga been rapping on the corner, the same corners you motherfuckers been on for the same for like years. You know what I'm saying? He can get his thing off too. So, like, I, it was, it was good. And like you said, he created his own lane. Now, Trump get another four years. What's that do for Bryson? He better milk that last four years. <laughs> I keep telling people Trump is the best thing for America. <laughs> he is tr- like literally like everybody, if you haven't made a bag off of Trump's career, you're failing at life. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you... <laughs> Like how you ain't get to the bag? Everybody done got to the bag, and and y'all complaining about this. I'm like, yo, I need another four years, because <laughs> the trajectory of my growth right now is looking so good. Like, I need another four years. Like, it's so bad, I might go vote this year. <laughs> like, yeah, Trump, motherfucker. I might buy a mega hat. I might take the chance and lose all my hotel followers and take a picture with a mega hat, depending on what yay do, right? Because we definitely yay gang. But it's just like Trump's very good for America. The media knows Trump's very good for America. They doubled their viewership overnight. Double 500,000 to 900 million a night, if not a million a night. So, like, everybody should be happy. Get your bag. Bryson's getting his bag. Another four years for Bryson's going to do him good. I don't know if, if Trump don't win this year, Bryson's, I don't know what the fuck kind of music he's going to make. <laughs> he better make Democrat diss tracks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much you can go at Biden, like, because I think it'll be just deflating after if 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 Trump loses and the whole conversation's gone. Nobody cares about politics anymore after Trump's gone. The only yeah. reason why people care about politics is because Trump, Trump made politics pop culture. Let's be honest. Yeah. Once Trump's gone, all this shit is boring. It's like everybody goes back to sleep. Yeah, because <laughs> I keep... <coughs> uh, <coughs> sorry. I keep telling y'all, they let Biden in, man. That 2021 tr- crime bill is going to be something. <laughs> they going to lock the jokers back up. <laughs> well, for, hold on. A motherfucker got free. Listen, this, this is how how <clears throat> this is how grimy the man is, the redacted is, the man in America is. Say somebody got locked up during the 94, 93 crime bill, right? Yeah. Gets pardoned by President Trump. Yeah. Biden wins. 
Yeah. This fool. Then he they, they take you know the the economy goes to crap. This guy take back to the streets. Yeah. He writes the twenty twenty one crime bill. <laughs> now he gets locked up for the. <laughs> Yo, yo, I be feeling. <laughs> Do you know how crazy it is to be black and be like, "Yo, Trump, our best bet." Like it's the, <laughs> it's a really hard thing to process, but like processing it is just it just lets you know how sad America is. That like, and when you'd say it to black folks, it'd be like, "Now how I'm gonna tell this nigga Trump our best bet?" Because Cause Trump, our best bet, this bitch. You know, like, how do you even like begin to educate someone? This is a very uh, arduous task. I, it's which is why I have given up. By the way, <laughs> I have given up. I've said, you know what, fuck y'all. I'm gonna just quietly support this nigga. Um, cause I just, it just. How do you battle? You know, the, the only way is Hotel's been told you every Thursday at p.m. This is how we do it, right? This is, this is, you got to come here and you got to get the truth with some nuance to it. But, like, if a Democrat wins, like, do you know how whack this country is going to be? Like, we're going, we definitely going back to slavery. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Biden putting us back in shackles. <laughs> Oh man, um, sketch therapy. Uh, Kanye Elon 2020 versus Biden ventriloquist 2020. Hey, um, I think now has it been confirmed that Ye has backed out? No, this is this is the goddamn uh liberals playing games. Is it? <laughs> if Ye ain't tweeted, it's not real. I just right. heard a Ye got approved in Oklahoma, so like, how you gonna say he dropped out and he over here getting approved in Oklahoma? This is how the Democrats, this is why I be telling people, like, the Democrats play dirty, yo. Like, they got the media and they play dirty. It's just like, these are the same people that was just in court for playing dirty on the Trump admin. Right. That's why Hillary got to show up in court on November 9th. I ain't forget your court date, Hillary. I'm waiting. It's on my Google calendar. I got the alert set. It's in my mind. I'm not doing anything. I got the whole day waiting for you. I'm gonna be live tweeting your 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 uh, your court appearance, and hopefully I'll have access to it. No, Hillary, she got so much damn power. We don't have access to the goddamn hearing. I want to be. I and she got to testify too. She's gonna have to testify under oath, November 9th, lady. And don't and don't um don't try to postpone your date. You got to show up. United States people want to know what your involvement is with spying on the Trump administration, right? And these are the same people that's trying to say Kanye dropping out of the race. You cannot trust it. Now imagine trying to explain to somebody who's black, who's been trained by the media around the clock that Trump is bad, but in fact, the complete opposite is true. The complete opposite is true. It's so crazy, 2020. Um, Banana Bowie, uh, four ninety nine. Do you have any concerns about Trump's melanin levels? Trump melanin levels is fine. You know, we're going to talk about melanin in the Nick Cannon segment of this <laughs> podcast. But Trump's melanin levels is fine. <laughs> um, 
It's Boozy Black. It's on my calendar too, November November 9th. I'm sorry, uh, September 9th. Did I say November? September 9th. I'm sorry. September 9th. I must have misspoke. Um I Hotep Con. Hotep Con, September 12th, 26th. Make sure you get your tickets, by the way. While we got the people here watching. We out in Vegas. Hotel Con. Yeah, masked up or not. The link is in the description in the description uh box below. Um we have COVID measures in place. In fact, when you walk into our location, our exclusive location, you'll see it. I'm not going to say it here. You got to click the link and find out. When you walk in through the doors, they spray you down with the anti-COVID mist of angels. So we, we definitely have all precautions set in place. We want to see you September 25th to 26th. I'm looking to get Rolo Tomasi there. I'm looking to get Young Farrell there. And if you have somebody you'd like to have special guests appear, let us know now. It's going down. You know, I'm not letting nobody stop this event. It's going down. And, and we're going to have fun. We're going to wild out in Vegas. And we're going to take you to the next level and show you a lot of the things that we can't talk about in Hotep's been told you. And a lot of the plans, too, for the future of Hotep Nation will be discussed in private. You know, like the Bilderbergs, they got their little own private meetings and shit. <laughs> Like, why the Hoteps can't have a Hotep Berg meeting, you know? So this is the official Hotep Berg meeting that we're going to have, you know, and, and if you want to get in on this exclusive cabal of Illuminati and Illuminated Minds, September 25th to 26th, hit the link in the description box. I suggest a VIP ticket, but general admission is going to be fun as well. <clears throat> Ice Cube versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went down. Word. Um, Kareem you got to explain to me what happened with this because I, I, I don't know what's going on. Well, in the midst of uh, all the, the, you know, the Nick, the saying in, in Ice Cube, you know, quoting Farrakhan and stuff like that, you know, Kareem Abdul, uh, stuff about our our favorite friends <laughs> of the, uh, the, the, the people that are nameless. Yeah. So anyway, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, he's, you know, he's a, um, Traditional moderate. I don't. I don't want to say moderate Muslim. Uh, tra- I don't know what Muslim he. He's not. But he's not like Muslim. Like um, nation. Is, nation. No, not that. You know. He's. Uh, you know. Traditional. Okay. Um, he penned a letter to you know uh, mainstream media. And mainstream media. They 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 say hey or see. <laughs> you know, in Kareem Abdul Jabbar, you're saying that we got to stop the anti-Semitism. You know, in in Hollywood and sports. Because, you know, Deshaun Jackson, it was Deshaun Jackson, Ice Cube. So Kareem thought he had to speak up and, and say something and say, hey, we got to stop this. You know, um, and Ice Cube hit him back. He was like, <laughs> he's like, I see they gave you a couple silver pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I fell out laughing. Bro. I was like, oh, man, they got Kareem. Kareem, they got him. But I knew they got Kareem because Kareem has been like this for a couple years now. You know, he's been really taking the more, um, I don't know, progressive, left, left-leaning uh, uh, approach. You know what I'm saying? Um, and always, I don't know. It's like we got to bend over. Like, and why do black people got to bend over backwards sometimes? man? I know they do it for the shekels, man, but you should be like, you know, I mean, I, you never see them stand shoulder to shoulder. You know what I mean? Somebody always got to go to the other side and say, 
Yeah, they, 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 them cats is anti-Semites, man. Get their black asses <laughs> out of here. <laughs> like, I, you know, I nobody need to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think there is a problem in that in the sport. Like, nobody, there's not, you might find five people that would say the same, let me say, in all NFL, right? Yeah. How many you think you would say, would, would retweet? What Deshaun Jackson said, or even post a picture like Instagram. Right. How many players in the league you would think are going to do that? Yeah, they're not going to do that. There's not that many. Even the people that would know what he's talking about, I would say that's probably like you might have maybe twenty in the yeah. whole league. Yeah. You know, that's not it's it's not a big problem like Kareem is saying, man. It's just like I don't get why he had to say that. I don't know what the fuck Uncle Hotep talk about Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Let me know how much the bag is. Because <laughs> if we snitch inside now, <laughs> I know some niggas inside now. <laughs> Oh my God, man! You guys, it's not really, it's not really a problem like that. You're right. They, Deshaun CTE acting up. He been in the league a few years. Like that nigga ain't got it all there. You know what I'm saying? And he suffered from the same thing Deshaun suffered from. Too much YouTube universe. Too much Hotep YouTube (laughs) university. (laughs) They they just fall into a couple of memes and shit and fall into fake news land and got half the facts and half the truth you end up looking like a whole ass right you know and and that and that's what we're seeing here um i don't know what kareem bad guy but kareem called me and put me in touch with people <laughs> that's that bag talk <laughs> yo no more like listen no see and next time we see this somebody doing that man it's like yo that's that bag talk right there <laughs> Kareem had that bag talk. That's that bag talk. <laughs> I'm trying to learn it, you know? I've been on the other side for so long. I'm trying to learn that bag talk. <laughs> so, Kareem, put me in touch with your people. I'm, I'm willing to compromise. Oh, they're going to come They're gonna come proposition you soon, man, for the bag talk. They're like, yo, when, we start, when we see him start tweeting funny. <laughs> <laughs> My man's hit me. He said, yo, I see you ain't tweeted about the Nick Cannon situation. (laughs) I said, yo, I ain't got shit to say. (laughs) I don't know that nigga. (laughs) I don't know Nick Cannon like that. Hold on, man. All right, let's get into it. Let's go in and Nick Cannon. I guess he was on his podcast and he had, was it Progressive Griff? He had Progressive Griff on, right? Professor Griff about two <coughs> weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. Now, you know, Progressive Griff got kicked out of Public Enemy because he was talking wild and crazy. Well, I don't know about wild and crazy. He was just talking non-politically correct uh, items in the, America, in the United States of America. Hotel levels was over 9,000. <laughs> You got to keep your, you got to keep your hotel levels at like a thousand maximum. Once you go over a thousand, you got to watch what you're doing. <laughs> so they kicked his black ass out of public enemy. So, yeah. but you know, he's been, he's not, hasn't made major waves. You know, I guess being underground, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't even know if he made music anymore. Um, so he was on there, and then Nick started talking crazy. He's just he just went off to talk about white people, savages. You know, they're closer to animals. <laughs> <laughs> now hold up, let me just break this down because I'm like, this is why you white folks need some help here, man. Because listen, if somebody called me, oh, you y'all savages. And, and this, that, and you were savage, this, that, and the third. I'm going to be like, you got them right. You want some more? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say. It would have shut everything down. Y'all crying about, oh, Nick Cannon racist. He called me the savage. He called white folks savages. We called us animals. I'm like, why ain't y'all claiming it? See, this is where American blacks would just take something and flip it. And y'all just, y'all just, it just didn't, it didn't click that. with y'all. It didn't like, I guess this generation is not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, the <laughs> victimhood. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's like, um, I don't know. I, now there, there's a couple of things to this. Cause somebody played it, um, a clip when he was on with Karis one and, you know, they had sort of the king conversation, but this time Nick said, Oh, you, you tell the truth, but you know, I can't do that. I got to feed my family, you yeah. know? So I, I kind of find it. I, my hotel ears went up a little bit when he came out with this. Cause my, like, I'm thinking like Nick has been in the industry for way too long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's did what over 20 years at least. Right. Yeah. He knows who the movers and shakers in Hollywood is. Yeah. So he knew what was going to happen. He say some of this stuff. If he say specifically what he said, not about the white folks and savages, because we already knew they, they didn't really care about none of that. Y'all like, okay, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all savages. Goodbye. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he knows if he mentions something specific, he, he the, the heats are going to really come for him. Yeah. And I yeah. Kind of like he, why he, like, I just find that strange because he's been he's a Hollywood veteran. You know, he's got like he had the hottest show on on regular TV. Yeah. Oh, with the, the, the dance with the mask shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had, yeah. He had America's Wild, Got Talent. Yeah, well, yeah. He had Wilded Out, which was like turned into its own culture and everything. Yeah. Like that's like a franchise, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it. Like he would throw it all away without, with just by saying it. It seemed like man, like I, to me, in the back of my mind, like somebody, the back of my mind, I'm like somebody said, Nick, go go crazy with progressive group, right? <laughs> Go ahead, go crazy. We got you. We got a couple years down the line. Just go crazy. We need some. We need some. Uh, uh, some headlines, and that's why I think kind of happened. But what, what do you think happened? Did you watch the whole episode? I didn't watch the whole episode. Okay, this is definitely a case of where you have to watch the whole episode. Okay, because Nick was careful, but not careful enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. He thought he covered his ass. Because <laughs> the way he came with it in the very beginning, I forget what he said, but you got to watch the very beginning of the interview, at least the first 20 minutes. Just And then it, it, here's my problem with, with, with 
I keep telling celebrities, before you about to do some Hotep shit, call <laughs> Hotep Nation. Call us, and we'll, we will we will lead you down the right path. First of all, you came with the goddamn Yakub story. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas still telling the Yakub story? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's a good story, though. Hey, come on. <laughs> I mean, the Yakuza story, it's for us, though. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. That's for us. The, like, the Yakuza story is for us. Just like certain people got their Goyim story, this our story, right? Right. This is how we say we chosen people. This is how you say your people chosen people. <laughs> But you don't go on YouTube on your mainstream podcast with progressive. First of all, you have Professor Griff on. <laughs> he making it hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they was like, oh, he got Griff on. Oh, we gonna listen to this one. <laughs> like for right there, from the moment you got Professor Griff on your channel. You don't need to add nothing else. You already got too much hotep. Your hotep levels is already over 8,000. Right. Once you get to 9,000, it's OD. And he already brought Professor Griff on. Interview your guest, Nick. And like, if you watch it, Nick was doing way too much talking. Way right. too much. Interview your guest, Nick. Let your guest talk. And Griff wanted to talk. You could tell Griff wanted to talk. But it seemed like Nick was trying to do two things, maybe both or one of. But one of them was impress imp Professor Griff with his current Hotep levels of knowledge, which are Hotep 101 at best, rudimentary at best, you know, remedial at best, first grade at best, right? And, and we're going to talk about melanin. We're going to talk about melanin in a minute. And we, it's a very specific thing we have to talk about. But when, when Nick is, 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 is the Yakub story is for us. You don't use the Yakub story. That's number one. Like, leave that alone, yo. And then you got Professor Griff there. Let your guest talk. Interview Professor Griff. Let him say things. Nigga, it was so bad. Professor Graff was looking at him like, "Damn, nigga, you sure you want to have that conversation?" <laughs> they were burnt. They already burnt Professor Griff's ass. He know how hot the seat get. He was like, like, "Come on, nigga, <laughs> come on, nigga, try get my spot back." And this is where you gonna take the conversation. And the other thing I felt like Nick was trying to do was prevent present some hotep knowledge to some people who would ordinarily wouldn't have access to it. Here you go with the goddamn hotel mask. I'm going all out for Nick, man. You gotta get you. This is how Nick came to the episode. He came out. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go, boy. <laughs> I can't with you, yo. I cannot, yo. Nick came all the way hotel. And he wanted like edgy. Nick, you are not the guy to do the hotep shit. I'm sorry. You can't be America's next, what is it, next talent or whatever the fuck. 
and you know the mass singer and mtv viacom and be hotep those things do not well you can be hotep you can't be super hotep you can't be telling a yakub story and you got fox and cbs like and viacom hotep jesus know better than to go yakub story on him when i got the mainstream hbo call me by the way viacom if it's over <laughs> for him I kind of know how to say, like, nah, I ain't taking this show. <laughs> but we got to talk about that too. How you, this is how I know it was a mistake. Because if he wanted to pop shit, he would have at least maintained ownership rights of Wild and Out. Right. Through all of this. He, he lost that, man. He don't have, you don't got rights on, on all these years. You didn't think to like have ownership rights to Wild and Out? Bro, that's, you're supposed to be getting the bag. Like, we're looking at you like one of the leaders that get to the bag. Even Hove going to own 95% of something. You know, like, Nick, you, I would have expected him. I was a little upset to find out that he was saying he wanted to fight for ownership rights. I'm like, you should have been had that as long as you you had that rocking on that station. Every year, I'd have, every year I'd have been back negotiating another 5%, you know? Or I'm taking it and rebranding it into something else somewhere else. Like, you know, like we got to recognize our power. So which tells me that like Nick was definitely uh, letting a white man run his shit. Um, he wasn't demanding ownership over his content, which is upsetting. Then the apology, right? Like first he doubled down. You remember when he doubled down, the statement when he doubled down? And I read that shit. I'm like, yo, this shit sound good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it one more day. <laughs> you know it's fucked up. What black people say, "Oh, it sound good." You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, like, <laughs> he was talking big shit that first day. You know, I want, I want ownership rights to a while and now, and y'all can't do this. And then the next day it was, hey, you know, um, I've been educated on the plight of. The Jewish people and uh, yeah, yeah, you forgot how real it could get. Yeah, you knew better. You knew better, Nick. Stop trying to be super hotep. Let us do that. And that's my thing with these celebrities, right? Like, all you got to do is co-sign the hoteps and let us take it from there. Right. You know, like co-sign the hoteps and let us... He, he brought up Farrakhan. I'm like, why are you even bringing up Farrakhan's name? You got Professor Griff right there. Like, in a very corporate sense, Professor Griffin Farrakhan are competitors as much as they are cooperators, but they're definitely competitors. Like Professor Griff, if he wanted to be, he'd be down with the Nation of Islam, but he's not for a reason, right? And he's borrowed from the Nation of Islam, but it's just like, like why are you, Nick? This is a problem with you get niggas hotep knowledge. That's why I say when people come to me. You know, and they be like, oh, you know, Hotep Jesus, I want I want Hotep. I want to learn Hotep. I'm like, nigga, where's your bag at, first of all? Because <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't this shit ain't for the faint of heart. This ain't for the people that still need to be dependent upon a system. You know, Hotep is very much about building your independence and then talk shit. You want to talk shit, but you don't even own your show. Like, you put in the hand, you know what I mean? Like, it was all out of order how he was doing. But again, this is his inexperience as a hotep. He didn't put the, the, the 
the turban off. And the first time I saw him put the turban on, I said, oh, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> they done got this nigga in the Hebrew Israelites. Like, you could go Hotep. You don't got to go Hebrew Israelite. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. He went Hebrew Israelite. And that's the direct competitor to the Zionist lobby. Like, we just got to be honest. Like, they're direct competitors. And he chose a direct competitor. It's just like, bro, like, you should have came to Hotep Jesus. We'd have lined you up, got you. First of all, you don't go straight to Yakub. Yakub is second level. <laughs> See, that's the problem with the Hotep community. Like, we giving people, like, advanced knowledge too early on. Right. Now, you telling white people they inferior. <laughs> Where do we begin with that, Uncle Hotep? I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> listen, oh, listen. I just want to take it back to listen. Um, I will say this: if you check the timeline, the last couple months we had Ice Cube, we had Deshaun Jackson, we had this guy, all with the same charges. Right now. It, I, I still think, you know, that if they don't have these random outbursts, then they can't say, hey, we're with right. y'all too. Right. You know, that's one thing you got to keep in the back of our minds, people. But right. another, on another angle, are you surprised that I've seen a lot of people, black folks, talking about, oh, uh, he went full hotep, never go full hotep, man. Uh Nick Cannon, he he dumbass. Duh. I seen black folks killing him. Black yeah. folks. Yeah. <laughs> like I where I like I, I thought this would be one part where like mo I, I think at best you'd be like, hey man. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Ask me, I'm like, because people ask me about Nick, I was just like, eh, I mean, uh, he just messed up, man. I'm like, what do you want me to say? I'm like, I'm not gonna just go down everything he said and be like, yeah, your name, like, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but um, it's I, I find it. I I guess it's not shocking. You know, that he's a, first, he's a black male. Yeah. Second, he's Hotep. So yeah. I, I guess when they, they, they found a way to throw him on the fire, they threw him. But he's given so much to the culture. Drumline. Yeah. Yes. Wild and Out. Yes. I, I, I know I'm missing a lot more. He's been, uh, there was a couple other movies, wasn't there? He's, 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 he's contributed greatly to the culture. Yeah. He has. He has. I wouldn't say musically so much. <laughs> uh, right. Not musically, but, you know, through acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. acting. Because there's definitely yeah, yeah. a couple movies I thought that. Yeah, staples. Drumline's a staple. If you're black and you haven't watched Drumline, you ain't black. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those Joe Biden type things. Right? <laughs> I, I, here's the thing with the the you can't. All right, so somebody asked me. They said, "Yo, Young Farrell said the same thing on your channel that Nick Cannon said." And I posted the Dave Chappelle uh, gif with him smacking the water and bouncing. <laughs> like, nigga, I don't know what you talking about. I ain't said nothing about it. Oh, he's on here dry snitching, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Young Farrell did, did explain a similar ideology to what uh, Nick Cannon said. 
But again, he said it on Hotep Jesus's channel. He didn't say it on Cannon's class. Now, Hotep Jesus ain't got no HBO deal. I ain't got no Viacom deal. So I can kind of, and plus, you know, that was my guest. You can't hold me accountable for what my guest says. You see what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I wonder, I've always wondered about this white inferiority complex, right? And mm-hmm. Nick Cannon did try to, and this is where he failed again. He, he, he quoted Dr. Wilson, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, rest in power to one of our master teachers. And she was a student of Dr. Neely Fuller. And Neely Fuller was ex- trying to explain what white supremacy was. And it was basically what they said was an inferiority complex. And what Nick Cannon did was he took a melanin argument and mixed it with a Dr. Welsing argument. He mixed two Hotep ideologies and couldn't blend them together because he doesn't know the science. Right. He doesn't know the science. And that's a problem. Like you, like before we start talking about the molecule of melanin, the carbon-based molecule of melanin. We have to have some structure in chemistry first. We have to do our due diligence in chemistry first before we even have that argument in melanin. Here's a beef with me. I have with some people. Some people call us melanated beings. And I've never been able to get behind that term because every single human being on this planet is melanated. Right. Now, here's where Ken Nick Cannon messed up. He said white people have failed melanin. They are failed melanin dominant, which is true. This is true. Right. And black people are you melanin dominant, EU melanin dominant. Yes, we have two different types of melanin which dominate our bloodstream via our um, endometriosis, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, But they're talking about the skin layers. And and these things do operate differently. I know that failed melanin is sulfur-based. Now, I don't go and spout these things because I'm not a chemistry major. I don't know how these molecules match up. I'm not going to talk some shit I don't know. But I do know for a fact that white people have failed melanin and we have you melanin. So, and when you say melanated beings, in my educated mind, I'm like, so you talking about everybody? Because everybody's melanated. Right. Everybody on this planet has melanin. Now, if you want to say you melanated people, okay, now you're being more specific, which is why I could never get behind a melanated label. And this is the problem with being educated. When you're educated, you kind of find it hard to uh, relate to the things that the plebs say, that the hoi polloi say. I just can't find myself attached to it, which is why I just stick to hotel. <laughs> it's real easy. It's real simple. We know what the fuck we talk about. And then there's no like racial thing, right? And I think that's what separates Hotep Nation from like everything else that's Hotep, right? Because everything that else that's Hotep is like fuck whitey, right? And it's like it's like all about us. And we're like, nah, nah, fuck whitey. Like some of these niggas is cool, <laughs> right? Like some of these crackers is cool. <laughs> we we ain't throwing away all these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like we need Chad. We need Brody. Like, we need Trish, right? Like, these are really great people. So when I hear the argument that white people are naturally, and I said this during Young Pharaoh, you know, we said 
you know, white people are naturally um, have a natural proclivity for co colonization. Historically, I see that. Biologically, I don't understand the conversation bio biologically yet. Historically, I would make that argument. If you're going to say that white people are this way, make a historical argument for it. Don't try to make a biological argument for it because the biological, yeah, I don't think it exists. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Do I think that there is something special about the type of melanin that black people have? Yes. I mean, we saw it this week, right? Um, shout out to Mukhtar. He posted an article in, in the chat. I'm going to pull it up in two seconds, but it's very interesting and it's not fake news at all, right? Um, but it says here, wait, hold on, I'm in the wrong chat. Um, scientists have made melanin a billion times more conductive. This is why that matters. There, there are, uh, 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 this is from the World Economic Forum. It says the dark brown melanin pig pigment, eumelanin, colors hair, eyes, and protects our skin from sun damage. It has also been known to conduct electricity, but too little for any useful application until now. So the argument is because we have this eumelanin, which is so super conductive as opposed to other types of melanin, the black melanated body or the eumelanated body because humans are naturally electric, there is something undiscovered here to say about you, melanin. And that's the argument I'm making. I'm not here to make an argument to say, yo, we're superior or anything. It's just, yo, we need to take a look at this you, melanin. There's something special about this you, melanin, right? Not to be confused with neuromelanin, which exists in the brain, which all people have, right? And, and, and have it excreted at certain times of the day, depending on... Uh, many different factors right and i haven't studied i haven't done melanin studies in a while like this is 10 years removed from my melanin studies but when i look at my melanin studies i'm like i know more than like the average person about melanin it's like 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 we do have to study this thing so if you're going to make an argument for white people being a certain way you can win the argument just with historical record that alone you'd have to implicate some other races too <laughs> you know mao ain't Mao ain't innocent. Mao got a death toll, you know, he, that he's got his people have to answer to. But I don't see a biological thing saying. And then I don't agree with where people say white people are soulless. I don't believe that. I'll be honest with you. I don't think that's true. I think that all living life actually needs a soul in order for the thing to exist, because after the physical body transitions and becomes amalgamated with the earth the soul ascends and the soul takes on some of you niggas was, was white folks in a past life i'll just be honest <laughs> and you act like it <laughs> you know so that's like where i stand on melanin and if there's an argument to say that black people are superior to white people because of melanin I would like to see it, but I'd like to see it from an educated standpoint, not a theoretical standpoint. Show me in a lab. Show me, show me, show me some substance. I think there's some theoretical assumptions that can be made, um, but I think they need to be removed from the conversation until these things have been solidified. And that's where Nick Cannon messes up because he's taking Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, some YouTube knowledge that he got, 
right? ISIS papers, some shit I read when I was 13 years old. <laughs> like, like these, like these niggas is new hoteps. Like they new ho. That's why I said you'll call me and I'll give you the order of how you should get your knowledge because there's a lot. It's like I don't know if you ever watched My Hero Academia. Um, it's an anime, and um, the the main character basically he has a superpower which his body cannot harness. So if he uses too much of it, he could injure himself, right? And that's what Nick Cannon is. He's he's a hotep with too much power. Like you gonna, <laughs> you gonna hurt yourself, nigga. Like, like you're not even supposed to know the knowledge you know already because you didn't skip a whole bunch of other steps. Right. First of all, you didn't skip the teachings of Khalid Muhammad, and I can tell by the way you're talking. You yeah. know, and and you don't have your John Henry Clark. If he would have had his knowledge. Instead of that YouTube soundbite knowledge, right. he would have been able to make a historical argument. Right. And that's why, because I study history, I can make a historical argument for why white people need reparations. And a lot of black people don't like hearing that. But I'm like, I study history and I got to call a spade a spade. But but Nick Cannon is the, is the result of someone who gets YouTube university knowledge without the professor. And that's why I said you have Professor Greff there. Let Professor Griff talk. Let him teach you and 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 guide the way of this conversation, because he didn't been there before. You know, don't mix melanin with the Dr. Francis Cress Wilson argument, because what's missing from the Dr. Francis Cress Wilson argument is the feminization of black men. Right. That's a large part of the ISIS papers. Why Nick Cannon ain't tackle that? Because he was more scared of the LGBT community than he was the redacted community. And that's when you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Frances Cress Wilson's work was wholly talking about the emasculation. She predicted rappers would be wearing dresses and that, be, that, that came to fruition. But she was talking about the emasculation of black men, the sagging of pants. And he left all of that out, which let me know he was he he's not studying. And this is the problem when you got neophyte hoteps who don't study, but have a microphone. Stick to dancing with the stars, yo. <laughs> you know, one one point I wanted to make is that. You know, a lot of people go back to Francis Cross and Johnny Henry Clark, you know, Farrakhan and this, that and the third and with Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think a lot of people do a mistake is they just take their their teaching in their time and and then just run with it and try apply it here. The, the, the decades change, you know, and you get more information. You know, I, I'm sure Francis Quest Wilson was still alive today with some more information. Her ideas would have probably changed a little bit. Yeah, you know, you got to take what you learn, what we can learn today in the internet era. Because a lot of them folks, they did all a lot of the research. This was put before internet era. Right. There's a lot of stuff we learn today that you can merge with their teachings, and then you come up with some better solutions, and you sound a lot better. You know, I think you can't just do this transponder. Like you can't talk to Jacob about Jacob, Jacob. You know, what I mean, and, and you just can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's not going to go over well. You know. Um, and, and, and tell the Yakub story, say Yakub name and tell Yakub story because you would have been safe. Right. You know, um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a full fledged, you know. Now, this is just hot off the wire. I just looked on my Twitter feed. And they made Al Irison put on his Instagram. Uh, he posted a picture of Farrakhan, him and when he met Farrakhan. And he said that was on his bucket list. You know, guess what? <laughs> Iverson had to write a, a, a clarification. He didn't write an apology. He didn't say he wouldn't apologize. <laughs> he had to write a, a clarification on his Twitter two hours ago about meeting uh, Farrakhan. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so the, the the heat has been turned up. If we we if we being honest here, <laughs> you got to understand. Allen Robinson's a hood nigga. Hood niggas don't be on the internet. They don't got right. time for that shit. They be in the hood. They doing hood shit. You know, um, they be shaking and moving. They move around. We deal with people. You know, we don't deal with this internet digital relationship shit. They like in person type interactions. Um, so he's not privy. He's he hasn't read the room. He has not opportunity to read the room. To know Farrakhan pick right now means you canceled, dog. You know? <laughs> if I have one on my Instagram, I might be like, yo, I got. <laughs> Come on, man! Stop it. I mean, after after what Young Farrell did on my channel, I have to. Be- <laughs> yeah, you gotta be laid low, man. You gotta lay low, man. <laughs> you know? Hey, yo, I, I don't know if I can. I could be seen with Farrakhan. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga ain't got no, he ain't got no HBO. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking for somebody to amplify, amplify my voice. I got nothing but love to spread, you know. Um, but Alan Robinson doesn't have the opportunity to read the room. And then when he, I'm sure after he got them response, he's like, hold up, I made a mistake. Let me just issue my apology now. <laughs> Yo, but they got to be careful because uh, Iverson is probably one of the guys that they probably don't want to pick on too hard. Because yeah. he's got he's got real love in the community, you know what I'm saying. So right. people might stand stand for bat for him. I hope yeah. I hope they don't <laughs> I hope they don't try to press him too hard. But I, I think they they might not. But yeah, this is like like I'm saying they're t- they're turning up the pressure, man. I hope that Nick wasn't a, a privy of that. I hope it was just honest mistake. Uh, it was a mistake. Was, if we, I hope it, but I hope it wasn't a part of a bigger plan. He just playing along. I hate, you know, Diddy said, here, won't you come to revolt? <laughs> you know, Diddy, Diddy always trying to look for a way to secure the bag. <laughs> but Diddy slipping. He should have been did that. He should have been brought wild and out over. And he should have negotiated yeah. that a long time ago. And then, you know, Nick would have been your slave. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, but I, I don't think that Diddy can offer him uh, what MTV can. MTV's got the reach. Yeah. Um, Diddy doesn't have Diddy. Diddy's not on the network, is he? He's not broadcasted to TV. He's internet only, right? No, some cables are are carrying or carrying revolt. I don't know, uh, okay. but not many, not a lot, right? No, it's I mean, not like not like full compliment. Uh, here's the thing: um, content is king. Um, Netflix is winning that battle. They got all the nigga content. Um, yeah. Showtime got some. I'm watching um, some nigga content right now called uh, The Shy, and it's um, some good old ghetto good shit. <laughs> uh, great story. Lena Waithe. You know Lena Waithe. Um, it's, it's pretty good. You know, there's some parts that, you know, remind me of hood DVD moments, and then there's some moments that sell me this is some professional work. Either way, I'm hooked, and I've been, I think we're on season three right now or something like that. It's a real good show. I'm gonna watch it right after this. You know, I, I, you know, I still got a little bit of that nog in me. 
So I need some Nog program in there. I need to hear somebody say, nigga, get your ass down, nigga, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I, I need, I need like, like, I need some of that weekly, <laughs> daily, just to keep that real. Because then you, you, you turn into, I don't want to name no names, but, you know, I got to keep some real nigga alive in me and the show's help, right? Um, you know, I'm getting off topic here. But, you know, um, the, 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 I don't think Diddy can offer him the same amount. But again, content is king. If black people moved our content to revolt, I think Diddy could have negotiating power to get mm. onto the bigger networks and so on and so forth and share some time with, you know, Fox and these other networks and so on and so forth. Um, but it's a difficult task. It's a difficult task. Um, yeah, Nick Cannon fumbled the bag trying to keep it real this is we got to keep we got to be honest this is uh as dave Chappelle would say <laughs> he had a nigga moment yeah. when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> he kept it a little too real uh hold on let me catch up on these super chats um uh kel bell trump 2020 yay 2024 i'm ready thanks kel bell uh chase chase and dixon what do you guys think of ghana's initiative to bring black Americans over to become citizens invest. We we spoken about this several times. Uh, yeah, we I like it. You know, what I mean, it's it's going slow, but uh, that's a st- step in the right direction. Uh, it's definitely on my timetable, my personal timetable. Um, the more y'all mention it, the more it's moving up my priority list. But uh, I've done NGO projects with Germany and Africa. As you know, we went to Tanzania, Africa for a project I worked on back in the day. Um, the Germans are there, the Dutch are there, the French is there, the Chinese is there. Why you niggas ain't going? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just a different type of soil, and the air smells a, little, a lot, a lot better. Um, there's no, there's no difference. It's just new territory, and and I think that people should be optimistic about that. I'm scary to say this on this platform with so many people watching, but um, if you think about America as free capital mar- free capitalism or free market capitalism imagine what africa is there's no regulation at all <laughs> like you you know um so you can get away with a lot more like you would back in you know let's say the 80s and 90s with building and creating infrastructure and and, and getting in there and payola i'm sure is happening on the ground but um it's better to get in now when there's little regulation than to try to get in later when regulation is high and regulation high means the cost of business doing business goes up. Um, so it's definitely in my plans. Like I said, it's moving up. Africa's a must. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, the wild, wild West in America, you know, the, the great push out there. There's, I mean, that's what, look at China, look at these, all these other countries are doing in Africa. You know, there's, you know I mean, they beat, they're beating a lot of people to the punch, you know what I mean? And I think, uh, I think ADOS, you'd be foolish not to get in, get in on it when you have like a, a, a little bit of inside, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, hookup. Um, Tesla, uh, uh, Elon Musk is doing work in Africa. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Gates is doing work in Africa. Uh, Zuckerberg's doing work in Africa. Y- y- y'all don't have no interest in doing work in Africa? I think you should. Uh, Chaunch 12, Baltimore, thanks for $5 donation. Baltimore in the house been following since you told Joe Rogan, oh, you really thought y'all was the first with the boats. <laughs> Keep <laughs> up the good work. Uh, Loretta Quartz, Cortez, uh, I got my VIP tickets to Hotep Khan, not trying to get the coronavirus spray down, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I'm not even gonna call. <laughs> nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> I'm gonna speak on it. How do you feel about the reparations bill in North Carolina and the Michelle Obama podcast? Michelle Obama got podcast. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, she got one. Maybe y'all can go listen as and then you figure out she's a man or woman. Why y'all? Y'all gotta watch the comments. How are we gonna make it to HBO when y'all keep calling Michelle Obama a, a man? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yo, it would be funny as hell if she did a whole episode going to that, man. Like just like responding to the trolls. I would do it if I was her. I'd be like, that would be listen. wild. <laughs> that would be wild. Um Paul P, P Dog Knight, just because I ain't been to the barbershop, this is the next best thing, but better. Word. Uh, Loretta Cortez, I wish I was savage. Badge of honor. See, yeah, I'm telling y'all, all y'all had to do was if Nick call, if Nick Cannon called me a savage, I'm like, you got damn right. I'm yeah. a savage. You know what I mean? You want some more of that nigga? <laughs> you niggas want some more? 300 years, we can add another 300 if you want, nigga. <laughs> And, and yo, and that's my other thing with like the racial superiority or argument, right? It's like y'all talk this racial superiority argument, but at the other side of the table, y'all talking about how the white man won't take his foot off your neck. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I, I swear to God. That's why I hate having the racial superiority because it's just like, nigga, we got our hashtag is Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I don't know if we want to talk racial superiority because they've been whooping our ass <laughs> all across this planet for the last 300 years and doing a damn good job of it, too. You know, <laughs> leave that argument alone. Yeah, this is see, this is another thing. I, I think if you if you would take their teachings and, and mix it and add it to today, you'd be like, man, it's just it was just their time. You know what I mean? It was just it was just the white man's millennia. You know what I'm saying? And as you can see, we're slowly transitioning to an Asian one. You know what I'm saying? That there's no, you know I mean, <laughs> they ain't gonna stop it. You they gonna go to war with China? I ain't fighting no goddamn Viet Congs. <laughs> ain't no Viet Congs. They never did nothing to me. <laughs> uh, Steph Colonel Nick should have consulted the hotels before speaking. Uh, hotep with it. You can't go full hotep around just anybody. That's a damn. That's for for real, man. I, that's one thing I learned, man. You cannot read. You cannot go full hotep with certain people. One, you the, might they might call the cops on you. <laughs> word, and that's the thing with being hotep comes with responsibility. With having information comes with with responsibility. Information comes with responsibility. That's why being a hotep is such a special thing because it comes with responsibility. You cannot go hotep for even I like I'll tell you this story one time I was at the gym and um older black gentleman was there and he was like, Man, this guy Trump, you know, uh I can't stand him. And I mean, I didn't take the opportunity to 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 red pill this old man. I said, Yeah, you know, I, I just reassured him. I said, Nah, Trump's not gonna win. Lying through my teeth, by the way. <laughs> but like 
I could just tell, like, now nah, I'm not going to be able to have that conversation with this dude. And, like, he needs to stay in his bubble and just accepting that and making people feel okay in, in their bubble, you know? So I was like, yeah, no, nah, Hillary's got this one in the bag. I don't know where he at now. I'm sure he's mad as shit right now, or maybe he's woken up by now. But you can't go full tap just for hotel. And it's got to be a certain environment. It's got to be right. You had to have bought him dinner. And, yeah, it's got there's a lot to it before you red pill somebody. It's almost like... It's it's a lot to it. I'll just say that. Um, just Blaze. I, I might. I, I'm not sure if I missed Mister. Uh, uh, Kate Kel, Kel Bell, Nick Wilder now, as ho uh, as an attacker pack, attacker pass Indian, and didn't get canceled. We are people and didn't get canceled yet. Uh, so we got Kel Bell claiming some native tribe. Shout out to my native people out there. Love Jones. You said Nick. Nick said nothing wrong. Cal Bell said eight people. Uh, we eight people. Oh boy, here we go. Um, <laughs> Cody Dill, peace and blessings to the Hotaps, brought a lot of value to my life. The work y'all are doing is appreciated. Thank you, Cody. Uh, Jeff Curtis, was this set up to try to discredit the Hotep movement? Mm, he got his tinfoil hat on. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to stay away from that argument because I don't, I don't know these niggas. <laughs> like I said in the beginning, I don't know Nick Uh Steph Colonel Nick dropped the ball bad. He also had a chance to use the platform to shine light on redacted media, maligning him, but he chose the bitch up. Yeah, go ahead, read the Just Plays one. Okay, uh, Dan Snyder, producer of many and Nickelodeon shows, a child predator with a weird foot fetish. Viacom execs paid off many victims to hide abuse. I was hoping Canada would have went off spineless. Mm, yeah, like I'm sure Nick had that real information that like that he knows. Yeah, but it does look like uh, they might. This pedo ball might drop in America. I don't know when it's going to drop, but it's, it feels like it because you know the UK is um that that story. Those stories have been over there for years. You know, pedo gangs and you know politicians. That's been over there for a while, and it hasn't really taken hold in American media like in the UK. But I think it's going to come. I think with with Jazane, this is how they're going to introduce it to America and how uh, how uh, it really works. And one thing, did you hear Charlemagne? Charlemagne said, <laughs> "What Charlemagne say?" Um, what, I'm not going to put this. He said, uh, "Well, it must be true because." <laughs> He was talking about you. Got to look it up. I'll let you look it up, man. Um, uh, Kel Bell. I mean, uh, we're talking about the whole pedal shit, Wayfair. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We, we is they said some sort of conspiracy about a furniture firm and child trafficking, and the CEO had to step down. I don't know what's going on down? with that. I don't know. I, did he step down? I don't know. Uh, Kel Bell. People need to know when and where to SDFU. Thank you. Daniel Hawk, I'm covered head to toe with freckles, even my deep dick. Pause. Do I have some dark melanin magic? I don't know, man. The magic, the the, the thing is, the magic isn't in the physical. Uh, Steph Colonel, I don't feel like, I don't feel Nick Cannon should be deplatforming conversation like the one he had. I feel like he's just trying to ride a wave. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I do think so. I think he was trying to ride that hotel wave and didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. People jumped on the hotel wagon, man. This is crazy. Uh, Big Poppy, uh, thanks for donation. Message retracted. Steve P, what up, Steve P? Um, 
Brody McFarlane, shout out to Nico McFarlane, aka Combo Hope Tep, Generation X, the next generation of Hoteps. You got Chat Ganistan? Who? Chat Ganistan Productions. Oh, okay. Uh, Chat Ganistan, four plus five equals nine, complete. Much love and blessings, brother men. Uh, Kel Bell, Hoteps, take your knee off my neck. It's too exciting. Oh, come on, Kel. <laughs> Here she go. The Pog out there. Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Uh, Hotel Con September 21st, 25th, and 26th. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's in the box below. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Sketch therapy, Kanye pill, the ones you can't. Red pill, Kanye Elon 2020. Um, but yeah, I mean. We're gonna see what the fallout with Nick is. Um, but hold on, let me let me tell you what Charlemagne said. Uh let me look it up. Uh, um, I'm looking at the Wayfair stuff here. I know they try to target Ellen. The media saying false con- I'm just looking at headlines here. I haven't had a chance to click through to anything, but I thought I saw something that said something about the CEO stepping down, bro. Oh, false rumors say Wayfair CEO stepped down after sex trafficking conspiracy. Wayfair denies internet rumors of CEO. All right, so that's fake news. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but this just lane. Bill Wizard and Wayfair photo explained. I don't know where this con came from. All right, I got this Charlemagne thing right. Uh huh. Oh, come on, man. Anyway, he says Nick Cannon over the, they asked him about the firing over those anti uh, comments. He says Nick Cannon was proved right because they have the power. That's what he said. Who said that? Charlemagne the God. See, this is where I'm saying, man, like there's too many people lining up saying the same thing now. You know, when people wouldn't say that for years because they knew, like, hey, you can't say that. But now it's like somebody gave some. Now, is it somebody stepped over the line and like, well, shit, I'm going to stick my chest out, too. And they step over the line. Or is it like, hey, man, I need you to say this. Hey, I need you to say that. Here, my say that. This is way out of character. Did Charlemagne tweet that or did he say it on, on microphone? Hold on. I think he said. No, he said he said on the Breakfast Club. He said it on the Breakfast Club. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> on their channel. Oh, come <laughs> so Charlemagne testing the waters. Well, first of all, we have to just know that his statement doesn't exactly imply co-signing. Right. It's only acknowledgement of power. Now, now you can, yeah, you can you can kind of get away with that. You can get away with it. They like to see that. <laughs> you know, they like to see that. You know, what I mean, anybody likes to see you acknowledge their power. That's just you know, plays towards the ego. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't think I don't think you know Charlemagne. That's that's a, a little baby baby risk. And Charlemagne's in there so good too that he ain't got really nothing to worry about. Uh, I think he was more or less. I think that that's 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 really like. Um, a shot at Nick Cannon for dropping the ball at how to take an angle on this thing. You know, he's trying to coach Nick Cannon a little bit like nigga, 
you, you could have took this and ran with it and like and and you know and kept your ten toes down, but you know he already backpedaled because he ain't trying to lose them checks. I don't blame him. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't have said this shit in the first goddamn. <laughs> I tell Yakub stories to my kids. I don't tell that shit on YouTube. <laughs> oh man, come on! Um, you see, the LA uh, Teachers Union um, had to defund the uh, defund police. Like they're trying to, sh- like you know, they're trying to get the kids back in school. Which doesn't look like it looks like it's going to be like two days in and three out, which is going to blow for people. But anyway, they said they're not going to come back until they do defund the police, defund charter schools, and all this other craziness. Like, what what is going on with the teachers union, man? Like all these times, I I always thought people over exaggerated about the teachers unions, man. But now I see some of their work in you know in in, in play here. I'm like, oh come on, man! You, you, you're not really doing the good for. You're not really. It's. It's. A, I know. It's. It's. They're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They got to look out for themselves, but they, they're in a position. They got to look out for the community as well. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know. Well, in order to understand unions, you have to understand the history of unions. And unions first started out as something that was great and good and righteous, but then we have to understand that being a minority uh, under a union means that you're going to fall prey to socialists and Marxists. So, whenever you see a teachers' union doing something. Usually you're dealing with Marxists or socialists that are calling the shots. Uh, teachers generally are uneducated people. And I don't mean so as far as the paper that's on your wall. I mean, so as far as self-education, being street smart, they, they usually lack uh, street street smart, which is why um, they're a teacher. <laughs> Come on, man. Pol- I'm, I'm apologize for all the teachers listening to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got two different types of teachers, right? You got. You got talented and careful, uh, right. uh, caring teachers. You know, like I know Steph um, is a caring teacher in Newark, right? And and she's a skillful teacher, and she's teaching because she actually motherfucking cares. Then you got the tenured teachers, the teachers that's just yeah. doing it for the salary. And unfortunately, the people that are just doing it for the salary, doing it because they're mediocre in life, outnumber the good teachers out there, right? And I, I and I think that the teachers that that care, you know, if I would have revamped the system, I would, I would really look for teachers that care and are going that extra mile. Um, you know, like for example, if a teacher brings food in for a child, some of them are reprimanded. That's a teacher I think would needs a promotion, you know, right? Um, because they, these are people that care. Um, and I think these people need to be rewarded. And I think the reward system for teachers needs to be changed. But again, the teachers union is wholly controlled by socialists. And we're talking about Cali. We already know the socialists have conquered Cali. Um, so you're not going to find much common sense to come out of this. You're going to find the leftist, liberal, Marxist doctrine embedded all within whatever this teachers union is trying to do. And it's not going to be anything good. Yeah. Um, Instagram approves mute white people. What 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 was this, man? I, I, did they could you mute? Are, are are you really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't tell me. Are you mean to tell me you can mute white people off your Instagram? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, man. That would be gangster, though. <laughs> I've been asking for a mute of pronouns in, in, the, in the bio for years. And y'all come up with just the mute white people. <laughs> I was going to be livid, man. The first white person I would mute would be Nick Fuentes. 
Nope. <laughs> just to fuck with him. Um, now, nah, basically, what they had was like one of those like little stickers that you can put on your stories, yeah. and it said "mute white people." Oh, okay, okay. Ashley St. Clair uh, actually brought it to my attention first, um, and uh, I was like, "Word, this is real." So I looked and I checked. Like, you could really put like mute white people on your thing, and I'm like, and she was complaining. She's like, "This is racist," and I'm like, "Well." Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, um, and I mean they're right. If the reverse, if you said mute black people, I mean, goddamn, Instagram would have had to be shut down overnight. You know, would have been definitely canceled. Niggas still would have been on that platform pushing fashion <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it. Um, but I think Instagram did eventually remove that. Um, how that got approved through Jiffy and then to that platform. I'm not sure. Um, But like I said, it's a bad year to be white. You know, you know, you'd ask me 10 years ago what I want to be white 20 years ago. I don't know why I'd be like, yep. (laughs) You asked me in 2020, be like, nope. (laughs) Y'all can have that white shit. (laughs) (laughs) My black privilege working out real good these days. (laughs) You know? You know, and, and I see a lot of uh, people complaining about, you know, how the media is shifting, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. They're, they're saying, oh, this is this anti-white, you know, they're being media anti-white. And, and in some reason, in some places, I can wholeheartedly agree. I'm like, yeah, they're they're definitely uh, trying to uh, screw y'all. But <laughs> on the other hand, you, you can't. You can't get that sympathy out of, you know, black America because we've already been on that end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? We was way on that end of the stick, you know, in the 50s and 60s, even if, you know, before all that. And, you know, after the reconstruction, all that, we was on the butter end of the stick. Nobody came to save us. We had to take all that. You know what I'm saying? The media, you know what I mean? This is what happens when... <laughs> y'all didn't let y'all didn't control. Say it, y'all. No, I'm not saying it. Man. Say it. <laughs> this is listen. Y'all wasn't fair in the people were not fair in the media in the newspapers in the beginning. Yeah. So whoever took them over. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't correct them, and then to say they're gonna do run it how they see fit, and that's that's the game name of the game. Um, I don't know how to tell y'all to beat that. You know, I mean, turn the TV off or whatever. But it's it's gonna be a long. It, it looks to me they're reversing a lot of things, man. It almost what was that movie uh, Travolta where everything was reversed, like like the uh, not was it John Travolta? Off? No. It was like take the world and just reverse it, and like white people were being discriminated against and uh, stuff like that. You I, know didn't that. I didn't cast that. I know you're talking about that, but I didn't. Yeah, care. this seems like they're trying to get it to to that. You know, it's like if you're white male, you're just going to be discriminated. Against. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think that the white liberal has tried everything within their power to exterminate black people, and have realized that there is no hope. We're just going to keep on fucking. Like we didn't set Planned Parenthood in a a eugenics facility right in every single black neighborhood. We have murdered double their current population, and their numbers are still growing. 
So gave him AIDS. Then <laughs> gave us AIDS. Put crack in the community. Put crack in the community. <laughs> gave us black on black crime. <laughs> and our numbers, and I think that they've been like, you know what, fuck it, we give up. These niggas ain't dying. They just multiply. <laughs> niggas don't die, we multiply. And they looked at, took a good look at white folks and said, well, these niggas is dying anyway. <laughs> these crackers is dying anyway. So let's make them the new niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where we are. And I think a lot of it has to do with trying to create a racial divide. I think a lot of it has to do with driving people to the polls. I think a lot of this is going to calm down after election. But I think that white people are falling out of favor with the oligarchs and the oligarchs are trying to curry favor with the people that they know are going to be multiplying and 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 being fruitful 50 years from now. They're like, you know, what? we're going to have to deal with them niggas. Them niggas not fucking. Them niggas not going to stop fucking. Um, and they know they got to deal with this. And I think they're looking at white people because technically this is all science. It's not fake hotep science, but um, the white population is dying. These are just facts. Um, now, y'all could do with the whole Yakub, Nick Cannon, Young Pharaoh thing all y'all want. I don't go down in rabbit holes. I'm sh- I shut up in cold. I don't know what y'all talking about. Uh, Dr. Kamene uh, explained this on my channel. If you haven't watched that interview, it's explaining why the white population is dying off. And I think the people that are in power, which is why they're working with China, are, are, are look again, you got to remember the people in power ain't looking at right now. They're looking a hundred years ahead. Yeah. And I think they're making plans for the future. Um, and, and then, you know, they're opening the borders. So you got the Latinos, you know, the Hispanic community coming over and them niggas is half nigga, you know, that told me right there. Cause you know, Trump ran on that and has done nearly nothing on that because you really can't. They they they're they're gonna reorganize the demographics of America, whether y'all like it or not. Y'all tried. You should have tried a lot, a lot earlier, but it's too right now. It's too little, too late. You can't. I mean, there ain't no go really going back now. Yeah, the problem is they never check their government. White Americans never check their government. That's exactly it. That's they, it. Allowed, they allowed the state to get too big, and I think a a, a lot of it to blame is patriotism. Because patriotism is basically a cosign of the fuckery of the United States of America. Y'all got to be like, yo, I ain't no patriot and say y'all fix this shit. You know, I'm not, Hotep Jesus, I'm not no fucking patriot. Don't call me no fucking patriot. I don't, I don't love your fucking flag. I don't love your Star Spangled Banner. I don't love none of this shit that y'all call America unless they start rolling back some things starting at 1913. You know, then we can have the conversation about being a patriot again. We need to roll back our spending on military conquests overseas. And in the Middle East. And then we can talk about being a patriot again. But I think that white people have gone with with blind loyalty for so long. They've allowed the state to grow into this monster that they themselves have become a victim of. Facts. <laughs> check, um, check Uncle Sam, you know. <laughs> uh, Michelle Dumont. I, I read today Nick. Earn seventy k an episode. Say nothing then. Congrats to the HJ family on baby girl. Um, Oprah Andy, watch half the G- Griff uh, interview, thinking, "Man, I should download this and check later." It was already gone. Cannon talked about when he put on that dress. Put on the dress. 
Yeah, he did mention when he put when they had him put on a dress. Uh, another thing, like, why'd you even mention that? Because nobody needed to know that. Um, yeah, he did say he was going to take the episode down. He took the episode down. To prof- Professor Gruff loses again because yo dumbass. <laughs> you know, um, I got to be honest though, there was nothing really to pull down. There was nothing. There was nothing in that interview um, that was great. Um, the highlights of it were all Professor Griff and and some things that he were he was able to shed light on. You know, just me as a hotep, I'm always looking to study from the forefathers of our movement. And um, there was some great things that at, I would I would like to hear more from Professor Griff in that interview. But it's it's fine to be gone because Nick f- fucked that up. So Professor Griff is that's. That's just going down the memory hole. See how that happened? White man slick, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not putting nothing past him. Um, um, William Tretrelli, uh, thanks for a $10 donation. Uh, Aztec Mecca. What up, Aztec? Peace and love to the hotels. What y'all take on the coin and cash shortage? What, what is with the coin? I went to a couple stores that said, you got any coins? We need them and shit like that. We ain't shipping no coins. Uh, it's probably a retraction that we're not privy to um, from the reserve banking industry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, once the reserve banking industry retracts the market, uh, all of the local banks have to follow suit. If they call in on those loans, they have to pay up uh, and you're going to have a retraction in the money supply. I would actually like to see a retraction in the money supply. I think that's a great thing. Um, but uh, I-, I think that this is probably preparation for uh, the USD cryptocurrency that's soon to come and um, will be tracked based upon that digital coin that had uh, Alex Jones uh, been told you about. But yeah, digital coin uh, coming soon. Uh, Hotep's been told you. Uh, Michael Kamazi. Hey, Hotep J. The left is out of control. They literally want to destroy the republic. I feel that anything the media portrays is counterintuitive and problematic. I support the truth. Bill Gates is evil. Well, Here's the thing about that, and I've I've had this, I've had this epiphany forever, but it, it's been refined over the past week or so. Um, if the right and the left are talking about it, that's not the conversation you need to be having. Um, the conversations are the conversations because the conversations are the distraction. Uh, the real meat and potatoes are the conversations that the right and left are not having. So you need to ask yourself when they're talking about this, you know, what is more important to be discussing, uh, and, and you'll find that. Uh, and again, the conversations are wholly dictated by the left. If the left say we talk about abortion today, we talk about abortion today. If the left say, hey, we calling Trump super today, y'all going to be defending Trump instead of saying, hey, now nah, we talking about this today. I would love to see a, a day where the right controls the conversation. I think sometimes it has it like when they have like explosive, you know, expose information, you know, like Project Veritas does something right. like that, right? You'll see the right will dominate the day. Um but I'd like to see that from the plebs and not so much needing the expose, just like, oh, the left is talking about this today. Who cares? Like, who cares? We're talking about homeschooling today. Right. Hashtag homeschooling, like these things that really matter. Uh, hashtag home birth, right? These things that really matter. That's what I would like to see from the conversation. And I, I find that when I go online, I'm very much uninspired. So I can't even speak on these topics anymore. Um, Steph Colonel, uh, the Nick Cannon situation confirms that it's socially acceptable to be racist towards white people. <clears throat> Nick ain't apologizing to white folks. 
Yeah, that's the point we we just making. Um, Jeff Curtis, all this discussion of race is pointless. The AI takeover is less than thirty years off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, well, I'm coming out with a new AI app, and we had a conversation. I told y'all before, new company coming, my fourth tech company. This one's gonna fucking destroy everything that I've ever built. It's great news coming. Um, but um, Nick Cannon, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, so so excited about my new app company. Um, but he said like AI is going to take over the future. Yeah, absolutely. That 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 that's that's definitely true. Um, damn, I was going to say something about Nick Cannon. Um, and and probably ownership rights. It'll come back to me. Don't worry about it. Um, Kel Bell again. Think I'm gonna give Hoteps all my money. <laughs> It's a great investment. I'll be honest with you. One of the greatest investments is to invest in Hotep Nation. Like, you know, people say, what should we do? I'm like, just invest in us. Like, whatever we do is going to be righteous. Thank you, Kelbo. Uh, Daniel Hawk, roll back to the 19th Amendment. <laughs> that's, the, that's the amendment allowed women to vote. <laughs> um. Chance the Rapper was uh, going against cancel culture. You know, he, he stood up for Kanye. He, he said he, he, he'd he rather go for Kanye than Biden. They came for his neck. So oh, yeah. serious. Chance the Rapper is the one. He, Chance the Rapper is like a product of money. You know, like when you're when you have, when your parents have money, you tend to um, not have that street smarts that's supposed to be there, you know, and that the ability to like kind of like read the room. He doesn't he doesn't have that. But we, we definitely have to go back to some of his tweets because he tried to tweet his way um out of this. Um so uh one thing he said well he said I'ma keep it real. A lot of you niggas is racist. So when he tweeted that people started calling him um, the new Terry Crews. Right? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, he said, "Are we in a two-party system?" Again, being the fact that he's connected to Obama and the left, and you can see his engagement. You know what? What got the people going and what didn't? Um, he said, uh. Well, here's something I don't want to skip over. He said, officer, 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 overseer. And I think that's a great analogy to compare officer with overseer, because I definitely see the similarities in the two. And he said, are you more pro-Biden or anti-yay and why? I get that you'll want to reply that you're just trying to get Trump out. But in this hypothetical scenario where you're placing Trump, can someone explain why Joe Biden would be better? So right there. 17k retweets, 19k comments. That's where he fucked up. Now, he's not saying anything wrong. He followed that up and said, I finally got the answer now. I understand. Y'all trust Biden more than y'all trust Ye. I think I understand why. I just don't feel the same way. Uh, that's a bar. It is. That's a bar. And I don't like to give Chance the Rapper a credit for shit. Oh man, come on! Give, give the brothers his props. I have to at this point. I have to. I have to. 
Um, I don't understand how people trust Biden more than Ye, but as you can see, he's looked at the synopsis of the responses to his tweets, and this is the result. This is the summation of it all. Uh, are you more pro Biden or anti Ye, and why? And the, the get Trump out thing, right? Like get Trump out is definitely the left's go to, right? It's like at all costs get Trump out. Like we don't care who you get in there, and. The thinking individual is saying, well, replace him with Biden. Like, are y'all sure y'all want that? Like, this is what thinking the average individual has already been brainwashed by media and the left and so on and so forth to just, you know, by all means necessary, we want Trump out, which is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, um, did I read all the super chats? Oh, uh, Love Jones. Is there if there's an AI takeover, what are you invested in related to it? AI itself. I, I've, I'm gonna secure my second AI company within the next coming weeks. I'm gonna meet with the guy next week in person. Um, but he likes me. Um, and we've I basically gave him a, a golden idea to take his technology and bring it to the retail market. Um, so we'll be locking that in soon, but I'm actually going to be on the cutting edge of AI. If you look at our company, wazoai.com, um, you can subscribe and get updates from our company. Hopefully the software will be ready, ready in October. We're already testing it right now in supermarkets with COVID testing, um, with occupancy rates. Um, but, um, you know, as far as investing, I think the best thing to invest in is people and invest in children. Um, and, uh, if it's going to be AI, uh, invest in one of my companies. You got a considerable amount of company of of of, of money, you know, and, you know, ten thousand, twenty thousand. Invest in one of my companies, and and we'll make things happen. Um, you know, if you want to get an AI or one of the other companies that are in, in AI, um, but um, personally, I'm I'm a co-owner in one AI company and a second one coming soon. Um, Chris Mack, Black Lives Matter organizer charged on six counts of child sex abuse, possession of images, underage girls, July 16th. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2020, Nick Reagan. Yeah, um, that's true. It's not BLM, the organization, but it is somebody who ran under the banner BLM organization is involved in some pedo nasty shit going on. It's a dude, too, and um, they should throw him underneath the jail. They're always in that. There was I mean, in that class in 2016. There was a couple of people that fell off like that. I mean, when you're dealing with the left, that's usually what you get. You get a lot of that weird sexual child abuse type shit. Um, if you're dealing with like a male feminist, they they pray that, you know, um, predators pray, right? They look for prey, right? And if you know anything about predators, even in the animal kingdom, they look for the weak and they prey on the weak. So they look for the insecure woman who's the feminist, so on and so forth, and and they prey on them. Um, and, and and that's how you have a lot of that stuff happening over on the left. Whereas the right, they we kind of just don't give a fuck. We just, you know, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. But we not messing with little girls. That shit is some other shit. Um, Will and Jada, Red Table Talk. You see any parts of it? I watched it. You watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Um, mostly because my girl was taunting me. She told me, <laughs> she was like, you said that shit wasn't true. 
Oh, there's nothing more than a woman that, that got something on you. You right? You say you if you say something you wrong though. They gonna rub that shit in, bro. <laughs> you know my girl, light skinned sister from the hood. <laughs> nah, nigga, yeah, you you said this shit wasn't true. Watch this interview now. <laughs> All right, babe. All right, babe. No doubt, you got it. So I sat down. I watched this shit, and um. Jade is a predator. Jade is a predator. But I said this in my book. I said women are the apex predators. This is what women do. And they try to fill these voids with men and having sexual. But you don't, you don't, you don't have a sexual relationship with somebody that your man and let in the house and call fam and was a little cousin. Y'all was trying to rehabilitate him mentally, right? August Alcina. Um, you know, and I don't know why they came out and spoke out about this. That's kind of weird too. I didn't understand that. But um they got a special relationship. I understood that at the very end of the episode, watching it, I understood that they have a very special relationship because to be Will, you definitely got to be a special individual to take your woman back after all of that fuck shit. So Jada's lucky. And I think Jada finally understands how special of an individual Will is. And I think a lot of women make this mistake where they get really good guys and they don't understand how good they got it because uh-huh. they have good men. Men make mistakes. I'm not going to say we don't make mistakes. We all make mistakes. You know, we cheat sometimes and do dumb shit and and think with our other head. But holding you down, a nigga that's going to hold you down and not run to the tabloids like August Alcina did, right? Like, if you're going to have a relationship with Jada and she's helping you out, you're going to run to the tabloids to go talk about this shit before your album come out, right? Like, that's real cruddy. That's real grimy. Which lets Jada know, like, damn, I had a real nigga here the whole time and I'm messing with this fuckboy. Cause that's some fuckboy shit August Alcina did. You know what I mean? Like, if me and Stacey Dash knocked the boots, I ain't telling not now none of you niggas. <laughs> Y'all need to know. Just know it went down. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. If me and Stacey Dash knocked the boots, Stacey called me. I just don't want to talk. I just want to talk. But if then me and knocked the boots, not near another person going, no, like I keep my business private. So it was just really weird that he would come out and spread her business with lets her know she was dealing with a fuck boy. And and for Will to take her back after all of that and still want to work this shit out says how much of a good guy he is. Cause if it was me, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have been hit the streets, dog. I'd have been out. I'm Will Smith. What nigga? Will Smith. I got enough money to buy all you hoes. Yeah, it seemed like August. Get them. It seemed like August was after the fame. Then you know what I'm saying? Like it, it fell apart. So he went to the, you know, the tabloids. Like I could see, you know, because you know how some people, some of these young cats, he might have been looking up to Jada all his life. It that is still sick, man. She is a predator, man. God damn, that's crazy. (laughs) That's just. That's just wild. But, you know, women are like that. You know what I'm saying? When they get older, they want some last fling or they just want, you know what I mean? They, they, they need a tent. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, Will Smith, he might have been doing a movie for a while and she was just like, yeah. You know, that's, that's just how the game goes, man. But you're right. You know, women are, they're definitely more predator. They're more, way more predator today than they've ever been. You know, I think on top of them being predators, naturally i think it's being pushed out a little bit more you know um it's getting worse i've I've been reading this right here 
and it's getting worse. It, I mean, they always been women have always been predators, according to Thaddeus Russell. Um, but it's it's definitely getting worse, bro. Um, Aztec Maker, we're here working on my coding skills. Hope you're going to be hiring Python, C plus plus, etc. I I need a I need a React I need a React native coder that can do mobile. Uh, Pop Smoke man released uh, his posthumous album. Uh, I guess fifty uh, did he ex- executive produced it? Man? I listened to it, man, and this that was he did a, that sounds pretty good, man. Like it's it's not leaving my rotation anytime soon. Um, you know, it was not listen to any Nog music in the past <laughs> week. <laughs> I have not, but I'm sure that the- doing something physical, I really don't. I really don't listen to it. Even when I'm driving, like I either put on like NPR or the the jazz station or something like that. I mean, the uh, the classical music genre. Yeah, I remember one time um, I was listening to Eminem on the way to work, and when I got to work, I was ready to shoot the place up. <laughs> Like, no lie. Like, my boss had to pull me into the office. Like, do you want to be here today? And I'm like, hell no. Nah, fuck this motherfucking job. Like, but I had to catch myself. Like, damn, like, I was listening to Eminem. I wish I had an ass big enough for the whole world to kiss off his first album. You know, and, and that was like my first real experience of understanding how music can affect you. So I'm very conscious about and I'm learning to play piano now, too. So I'm I'm very much in like this Zen state where I don't have time for it. I don't have time for this nigga music. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, you got anything else, man? No. Hotep Con, September 25th to 26th. If you want to speak at this event, reach out to me. We can make something work, make something happen. Um, the description box has the link to the event. We're taking all COVID measures. Um Tickets is cheap as hell to get to Vegas. One of the cheapest vacations you can take this year, September 25th, 26th. We got the whole hotel blocked down for us so we could wild out, do us. And um, uh, the, the hotel fees are like 100 bucks a night and you're getting like luxury, you know, like really nice rooms because the hotel was just renovated recently. Shout out to Brody for making that connection happen. Um, but I have nothing else further to add. Great show tonight. Uh, Uncle Hotel Factor Sunday night at eight. Who you, you got somebody on tomorrow? Uh, I do. Tomorrow I'll be speaking with. Uh, I just I don't want to butcher her name. Martina Marcada or Marcota. I'm not sure how to say it, uh, but she's a burlesque dancer out in um, D.C. Uh, very attractive uh, mall. I'll be speaking to her tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll have a great conversation about her life and what she does and politics, race relations, the whole nine. Um, but I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation because anytime I interface with the Caucasians it's, and we talk about race, people seem to like it. Um, and I think she's very intelligent and she's got something to add to this conversation. I think I can help her learn. She can help me learn. So that's going to be a great conversation. All right, man. That's all. Thanks, everybody. Coming through. Thanks for everybody with the donations. I greatly appreciate it. Or, hell yeah. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Peace.